Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Welcome to this special bonus episode of Drunk Women Solving Crime, in which we're working with Channel 4 to talk about their brand new series, Screw. Screw is a six-part prison drama that takes an honest and refreshing look at the uncensored, terrifying and often darkly funny reality of life on an all-male prison wing, as told from the perspective of the prison officers. We see the struggles and challenges the screws and prisoners face daily, At the heart of the story is a team of six authentically lovably flawed screws led by Lee, the head officer, who always goes above and beyond for her prisoners but hides a secret that could cost her more than her job. Enter mouthy new young recruit Rose, who must learn the ropes but try as she might, she can't seem to get on the right side of Lee while hiding her own shady agenda. This is a drama that shows there is more to life in prison than misery and violence. And even though it's not men's month, we welcome Rob Williams, BAFTA-nominated writer of Screw and a former prison volunteer who Taylor and Hannah spoke to earlier. Drunk women solving crime. And now, without further ado, it's a real pleasure to welcome him here. It is Rob Williams, the creator of the show. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. We've got a few questions for you. So uh, if you're ready, we will begin. Um, so, Rob, you've been volunteering in prisons for years. Like, How and why did you begin volunteering? And were you already in the process of writing Screw? No, I wasn't. Actually, I'm, I'm glad you asked that because it could look quite cold and, and researchy, couldn't it, if that was the case? No, and it wasn't that <laughs> I used to teach drawing and painting in prisons. and um, oh, wow. But actually, because of an acute lack of staff, I also got drafted in to do things like healthy living and, and all kinds of things that I knew nothing about. But uh, anyway, I then moved away and, and did other things, but I always wanted to go back and then had an opportunity to do some volunteering. And, and actually, you know, I've been doing that for sort of 13 years now. And um, wow. while I was in publishing, actually, before I, before I started writing for TV, mm. it was, the two things were really, really separate, genuinely separate. And um I've obviously written other things and and wanted to write about prisons but 
I, I suppose I was looking for a way in, truly. And when I found it with the officers, I used lots of my experience in terms of I know the environment very well. I spent lots mm. of time on the landings and I haven't used a single incident or person that I've come across um, because it's really important to me. You know, the work the work there is really important to me. And um, and no, they are entirely separate. Yes. Now, I know what you mean, because Taylor and I are writers as well. And there is that thing of when you start writing a new project, you're kind of like, oh, and then this happened. And then you're like, oh, that's a real person's life. And maybe I should make up a bit and (laughs) change their name. I don't know about you in first drafts of things, if I'm basing it on sort of vaguely on someone, I'll use their name, which is really stupid, because then at the end, I don't want to change. (laughs) I know. And sometimes you don't. There was something happened to me recently where I'd use someone's name and it was completely subconscious. And, um, and some mm. of them, in fact, script editors have pointed it out to me and said, you know, that's obviously, um, and I, I, won't, I won't go into details, but I, I, right. you know, it, just <laughs> it just happened. And um, and yeah, it's weird. Now that I've done, I've never made the choice to actually name the character. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like how on the nose that is, Hannah, though. You're <laughs> like, I know what I'm working with. <laughs> but I... <I'm... laughs> It's so fascinating. I I mean, the process, as you say, of just kind of going from experience on this personal level to developing that into a story must have been, I mean, that journey in and of itself must have been amazing. What was that moment, Rob? What was the thing that made you go, oh, right, here's my my way into telling this story? Yeah. I mean, to be absolutely honest, it was my co-exec producer, um, Sarah Brown, who I adore. We worked together on a show called The Victim for BBC One. And as we were finishing that up, really, we, we talked about what we might do next. And she was she, she said, you know, you're, fa- you're always talking about prison. And I am. And it fascinates me. And I'm, a, and I'm very passionate about it. And it was Sarah who said, we've never really seen the officer's side of things. And, um, and I really had to th- ask myself, why aren't I more interested in the officers? Like, what? And then when I asked myself that question, I was thinking, well, every other public service has got their TV show or multiple TV shows, whether it's the police or Mm. fire people, medics, obviously. And yet these guys, we don't really want to look at them. You know, we don't really talk about them and we don't really think about them. And um, and I mean, I've rubbed shoulders with them for for a lot, obviously, and I don't really I hadn't really thought about it from that point of view. And but when I started, I, um, yeah, I just got deeper and deeper into it, really. And that's where. That's where Screw was born. You know, we talk a lot about dimensionalising prisoners because, and that's really important and, and, and we need to do more of that. God, we need to do more of that. But actually, we sort of do the same thing with officers. We think there's one kind of officer in the same way as we think there's one kind of prisoner sometimes, I think. And, mm. and obviously, you know, give it a minute's thought and you realise that's, that's, of course, not true. And uh, that's where it came from, really. Do you know what's so interesting? Because I've never really thought about the fact that prison dramas are, you know, 99% about the prisoners. Because the there's prisoners. that temptation to just go like, well, these people have had these kind of like really interesting lives. Something has something has brought them there. But also, yeah. obviously, with the officers, something has brought them there as well. Yeah. And that's equally fascinating. But they're usually the B story. It's true. I'm thinking through other series I've seen. They're the sort of the device that we use to just the prisoners are bouncing off of them for the story. And it's really, it's really fun to watch them. Yeah. Be so forward in the story. Good. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I think I just, as the prisoners are all there for very different reasons. So, so are the officers. And, um, and that's really interesting to look at. I'm really interested in the prisoner stories as well, because as you say, Mm. you know, scratch the surface of of, of all the lives in, in, in a prison and and they are fascinating. One thing I really loved about it, too was just normalizing that there are women working in all male 
prisons because I feel like often it's either you know you've got the the all-female prison with female officers or you've got the one token woman in the prison drama and you sort of know what's going to happen and I just felt like there were a lot of surprises in this there's more than one woman working in the prison so it just felt a lot more authentic there's a, there's a there's a huge amount of women working as prison officers and actually weirdly I'm, I'm, I'm again glad you raised it because that was part of the, the sort of genesis of the idea if you, the specifics of the show when I started to think about officers your gaze changes doesn't it because now you're now you're actually actively thinking well what's the story what's the kind of and so and I saw a a woman about and she was very young and she looked a bit like Amy Winehouse on, on one of the landings in a big prison mm. um in quite a rough in, I mean quite a rough wing of a big prison and she and she was a tiny sparrow of a creature with, yeah she just carried this assurance and this sort of authority with her and um she was tattoos up her arms and kind of mm-hmm. like she was just she was just fantastic and, and I thought oh I wonder who that is. And, um, yeah. and in a way, you know, that was definitely part of the start of the story. But, but you're absolutely right, because uh, Nina Sasanya, one of our stars, um, when I when we first talked to her about the role, she said, yes, but but there are no female officers in prison. And, and I said, well, you know, take the role and I'll put you I'll put you on the phone with one. And which is what we did. And um, Oh, cool. It's interesting that as well, though, isn't it? Because it's kind of like you, what we know about prisons for a lot of is from drama. And, you know, it's like, you know, you even if you're visiting someone in a prison, you're probably going to the same prison over and over again. You kind of And a visiting room, not the wings. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I love about drama that actually puts the truth, because we I thought that as well. I was shocked with the amount of women that was in Screw. But obviously that's just something that's true. And Well, it's a it's a hidden world. You know, it's a it's a it's a hidden reality that um, for reasons that I think we should perhaps talk a bit more about as a society. We, the public, don't get to look inside them. Yeah. don't really understand why not. You could you could ask yourself, you know, you could, you could you could certainly kind of begin to think there's a reason for that. They don't want you to see inside them. So I think there's a sort of there's a massive opportunity mm. to sort of pull the veil away a little bit, and because then you can really see that actually, you know, all life is there and there, but for the grace of whoever goes, all of us. It's a hugely diverse environment. People wow. say for all kinds of reasons, and we sort of need to see that more. I agree. I think it's really, really fascinating. Truth telling is so important in storytelling. Who knew? Um, <laughs> without, yeah. without giving any spoilers, which I'm the one more likely Don't, to blurt please. something out, but without giving any spoilers, <laughs> what hints can you give us as to the bigger plot points in the series? What can we expect? Well, you can expect you're going to spend a lot of time with, I guess, the sort of the family of the show are these are these six prison officers um, who are very different people, have all kinds of relationships between between themselves, and they are in charge of a busy wing, a local men's prison, B category prison, where it's pretty hectic and all sorts of stuffs going on, and and each episode we will speak to a sort of theme, I suppose, and we will tell a story that will resolve inside the episode. But around that, um, we'll tell some bigger stories about primarily the woman who runs the wing, um, yeah. played by uh, Lee, who Lee. is played by, by Nina Sasanya. And um, it's really about Lee desperately trying to secure the job that will keep her at the prison, because Lee's a very experienced officer who's been there a long long time and frankly a lot of people don't want those people in the, in the service anymore they're quite expensive and, mm-hmm. uh, and, mm. and they are being phased out by and replaced by 
younger, cheaper, less experienced, obviously. Uh, yeah. uh, replacements who, who aren't staying very long because the reality of prison life is pretty shocking for them. And one of those one of those people is, is a character called Rose Gill, who's played by Jamie Lee O'Donnell. I suppose the overarching story is about the relationship between Lee and Rose and the reasons they are there the reasons they are in the prison, which hopefully will be surprising to some, and hopefully you're not going to give away in the next 10 minutes or so. um, No, I was just remembering, Lee has a great line that I think touches on that, where she says, we don't need new people, we need new ideas. Yeah, And it's such a good retort, and you just realize, you know, that's sort of the crux of so many bureaucracies that we could, you know, spend three hours talking about. But just this reality of this new person coming in, Miss Gill, you know, who's the fish out of water, she's wide eyed and you're sort of going, you know, I immediately just stepped into her shoes and thought how inept I would be. Oh, my goodness, because the one of the I feel like one of the themes of the first episode, this is a brilliant line, too, is um, another female officer asks the newbie, are you going to be a hard bitch or a soft touch? And I thought, I've been asking myself that my entire life and I don't even work in a prison. <laughs> like, isn't that just part of being a woman? You're like, I don't know which of these I want to be or how to do them effectively. Like, it's just such a point. It's such oh, a I'm a soft touch, theme. but like, I don't, I don't want to be a soft touch, but I know I would be. I know I'd immediately like, oh, I would be the worst prison officer. But like, what I liked about Jamie Lee's character is that thing of, yeah, just not getting training on a job like that is, can be, actually, I mean, that could almost be fatal. Like, that's crazy. Yeah that that you would get that 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 lack of training and she keeps asking for it not getting it and like and I thought yeah because like when I started working in a bar it's kind of I wasn't trained to pull a pint but the worst that happens is somebody gets like a three inch head or whatever but on you know in a prison it can be a lot more serious than that yeah I'm I'm right in saying that we've got the shortest training in Europe for for prison officers is that right it's around 12 weeks which is you know, not long, is it? And then you're mm. put in charge of a lot of people who, whether it's men or women, you know, who are often at the sort of at a vulnerable stage in their lives. You know, when you meet people in prison, they're often there as a result of the worst thing that's happened to them. It's tough. It's really tough. I think it's really interesting you talk about the hard versus soft, because in a way you've got to be both, you know, as an officer. And, and so getting, trying to get that balance right, I think, you know, and trying to be, trying to show empathy and trying to help people and, and be trusted and gain trust and show trust. And then at the same time, hold that line and that boundary and say, no, you have to go behind your door now. And um, it's time for bang up or whatever, or put your trousers on or, you know, get, right. get your hands from down your trousers or whatever it is. You know, I had a bit of that at the pub, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, yes. <laughs> um, you know, as a 22, 23 year old woman and, you know, when you when, you know, with guys yeah. in, their, in their 40s and 50s, it's a real tough mix I think you know it's, it is self-selective that's that's potentially why people leave so soon or they are yeah well what occurs to me you know as I was watching the episode is um Lisa's to Rose you know as soon as you pull your baton you've you've lost mm. and I think it just highlights this what's so frightening about this environment to me is like yeah you've got the bars you've got the locks you've got some degree of protection with some weapons but really what's keeping everything from dissolving into chaos is just a collective agreement in the system it's that you have to be here we're in charge of you and we're all going to agree to that until we don't and it's really i don't know it's just what propels so much good drama in this setting i think 
that occurs to me all the time when I'm in there. And and, and, it? and and it's not talked about really. It's a fantastic point, I think, about it's like policing, isn't it? With all the stuff that's going on at the moment, I think we, we forget. It's all by consent. And there's a sort of, there is a weird dance going on in prison between like these five or six people in white shirts and then, you know, 150 people milling around them. And although they're not, they're not out at the same time, you're absolutely right. You know, John Podmore, who was one of the advisors on the show, he talks about it a lot and says, if they want to go, they can go. <laughs> if they want to just kill us, they, you know, and go, they, they could do it. You know, there's, yeah. way, there's a strange, there is a strange sort of dance that goes on around power. False, so. false analogy, maybe, or is it? But as Hannah knows, I adopted a greyhound a few months ago. <laughs> and every night we just think as this really docile, sweet beast lies down we're like he could eat us all in five minutes yes. like he could just maul us to death but he doesn't no, no. and every night we go to sleep thinking, why doesn't he adopt <laughs> yeah but when you start wondering why why they don't do that it's, it's really interesting isn't it absolutely yeah it's just that trust isn't it that you have that between well a greyhound <laughs> it's new adoptive <laughs> So we've talked a little bit about the actors that, um, that you've got in screen. You've got an incredible cast, including Nina Sassonia and Jamie Lee O'Donnell. And also, can you put a good word in with them to get them on the podcast? Because we'd love them on. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it must be a great experience um, just to see your characters brought to life by these amazing actors in the show. Uh, it's, it's, it's one of the best things about this job. You know, it's, you know, I start dialogue and you, you know, and, and I say the words in my head, but then you get these people, these, these people with real talent sort of dignifying, <laughs> dignifying these words and putting them on their feet and honestly mm. all not just not just the six guys at the core of the cast but actually they've all said the same actually the wider cast we have come in during the series it is it's such a privilege and they're just incredible absolutely incredible it's wonderful to see it brought to life one of the things that's um really fun about the show is that it's it's a drama and there's you know some really meaty storylines going on but there's a lot of humor in it as well there's a lot of laugh out loud moments how was it for you sort of developing it did you always have in mind um that you wanted to inject the humor into it did that just sort of happen naturally is that based on observation how did that come about it's it's absolutely that it's based on observation really it's um not not necessarily specific incidents but i think one of the most surprising things for me in when walking around prisons is is the amount of laughter you know i think lots of people who work, either work in prisons officers or indeed you know serve time in prison talk about that and talk about missing that sort of the banter and these guys live together really uh, yeah they may only be working there some of them but they are spending hours hour, and hours and hours and hours together and um and yeah there's laughter and there's relationships and there's real fellowship as well and i think probably when i've thought about you know well, what can i bring to prison drama there's a lot of them about you know over the years what's yeah. the thing that i haven't seen and i hadn't seen that people talk about porridge being the most accurate still portrayal of, of british prison life I, I can see why it's about human relationships you know, see, and I've still never watched that since I've lived in the wow. UK because I thought it was actually about the breakfast uh, meal. So <laughs> I should check it out just as a, yeah. well, a cultural well, study. <laughs> but that's what I like about Screw as well is that because it's not a sitcom, it is like a comedy drama, a drama. It means that, you know, the, the comedy comes from, yeah, like you say, characters and actual situations and that gallows mm. humour of working somewhere mm. that can be really difficult. You see it and like, you know, on the, on the documentaries about, um, you know, paramedics or about A and E, you yeah. just see people yeah. laughing quite a lot, and you're Coping like, wow, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's a, it's it's 
in his extreme, but at the same time, you know, with the prison documentaries where you see people running around all the time with blood everywhere, of course that happens. I'm, I'm really not really not denying that that happens, but, but people don't live like that 24 hours a day, seven days a week. No, yeah. no one no one does. And I suppose I suppose in a way, when you only think about that, you do it does create a distance between you and the people in there. Um, whereas actually a lot of the time what you're seeing is hugely relatable. Mm-hmm. It's just the stuff of life. It's the stuff of humanity. And um, and and that really is the heart of Screw. Oh, well, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been fantastic. Really thank appreciate you. your time. Thank you very much. Drunk women solving crime. Great to hear from Rob there. Thanks again to him for joining Taylor and Hannah earlier. I just love this show. It's such an amazing cast. I love Nina Sasenia as Lee. And I love Jamie Lee O'Donnell for, from Derry Girl. So she's Rose. I love the sort of the interplay between them because they're both really excellent characters. And I always love it when excellent characters sort of don't like each other. They sort of, they, you know, there's an animosity between them. And I, I feel like by the end of the series, I'm just basing this on one episode, I feel like they might have a grudging friendship and respect for each other. I hope that's what happens. That's part of what I enjoy watching the characters grow and change in a series like this. But it's fascinating and absolutely brilliant performances from them as well it was a really gripping show and it's it's so cleverly done as well because you're you're watching it and without even realizing it you sort of you suddenly really worried about all the inmates like it really gives you empathy for them like in the first episode that we saw there's this one inmate who keeps asking everybody if he could just have a, a moment of their time and no one has a moment has time for him i'm literally watching going what's wrong with someone help him he's asking for something So you're straight into it, you're straight into the drama and you're really worried about everyone and it's just excellent. This show is perfect for the kind of post-Christmas time where you just want to stay in and watch TV. It's gripping, it's cold outside, watch this, it's awesome. That's all from this special bonus episode brought to you by us and Channel 4. Screw, stream all episodes free on all four. (laughs) 